0: Welcome to Reality T times two, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I am Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing 90 Day The Single Life. But before we do, I just want to say a quick announcement again that I've said in uh, the previous episodes that you would have gotten already. Um, love and Translation and 90 Day OG will be taking a week off due to the uh, Super Bowl. So there won't be any recap of those two episodes, but everything else will be at normal with the inclusion of the new season of Love is Blind. So with that said, let's hop into the reason that we are here. IAJ, The Single Life, Season 4, Episode 6. Veronica Double Dates. I hate the title of these episodes. Okay, so Debbie is first. She is packing to go to Miami to see Ruben the Cuban. And she's like, he seems sweet, like dark rum. And then she says something about Petey and packing Petey and that Petey will be comfortable in this other thing. And I'm like, who's Petey? I don't know who Petey is. Anyways. She thinks that Julian will be like a wet blanket, just spoiling all of her fun. But she's like, you know what? If it keeps the peace, then I guess he can come. So now it's the next day. We are en route to Miami to see Ruben the Cuban. She says that... I would like to su- report some suspicious activity and points her phone over to Julian. He's like, don't say that on a plane. That's like saying bomb on an airplane. And you know what? You can't say bomb on an airplane. Bomb, 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 bomb. And if you know, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not going to say what movie that's from, but anyway, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes of that movie. So, um, Ruben Cuban. We are going to be doing a song for you. Miss Debbie is now landing in Miami and she's doing this, trying to write a song for Ruben the Cuban. She says, and I quote, Ruben the Cuban, you've been my confusion, my tropical, my tropical. And Julian's like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> Julian is like, are you going to do that to him? And he's, he's like, Yeah. He's like, no. See if someone did that to me, I would be done. And so he's like, you always have to ruin my fun. <laughs> so now we see Debbie's getting ready to see Ruben the Cuban. The same day, too. She uh, asks Julian for his opinion on the shoes that she should wear with this kind of blue, very Havana Havana feeling type dress. And She's trying to decide between these cute little gold shoes. I think would go perfect with the blue, or these pink, like sandals, slip-on sandals that don't go with blue. <laughs> Julian says, "I like the I like the gold ones." But she ends up not actually wearing the gold ones. She wears these, like a black one or a gray one. I'm like I like the gold. The gold kind of. I like the gold. Anyways, so. And she's going to go meet Ruben the Cuban. And y'all, did you catch her necklace? I don't know how you couldn't catch her necklace, but her necklace was huge. (laughs) So Julian tells her, okay, go have fun. You better text me every hour. And she's like, I'm not texting you every hour. Forget that. (laughs) So now she is at the place where she's going to be meeting Ruben the Cuban. And... Oh, my God, Reuben is real colorful. He's wearing this like piece of art kind of shirt that he has. He has this fedora, he has the glasses, the sunglasses, He has these balloons. He is just colorful. And I said, they're perfect. They're perfect for each other. It's great. And um however, um she says i'm usually attracted to more conservative men but classy men and i'm like i'm like what you are i mean okay <laughs> um so she's not usually used to seeing a man who's wearing every color as she says that has been uh, god god has created she says and I quote, it's overkill, Debbie. Miss, De- Miss Debbie, excuse me, Miss Debbie. You, ma'am, are nothing but color. You are just popping with all the colors. But you said Ruben the Cuban, who is also popping with all the colors, is overkill. No, because she has to be the only one popping with the color. That's why. I see you. So they're going to go for a walk. Um, I think they're in Little Havana. They're going to take a walk. And, you know, he loves that she's just vibrant, just like him. And he definitely wants something long-term. So she loves to see all of the art that's all around. And, you know, he does too, you know. And now we're going to be going out the world-famous ball and chain. Okay, ball ball and chain. So they're dancing, having the time of their life, having so much fun, and I love it for them. And um, he says, like, listen, I don't want to just have sex. Y'all, he wants to be able to make love. I'm like, Okay, we're gonna keep in. I mean, let's be real. If you know, you know, making love and is so different than having sex. Like anyone can have sex, not everyone knows the feeling of making love, and that's what he wants to do for Miss Debbie. She should have gotten more packs of condoms. <laughs> we're gonna find something here. There's gonna be some interesting similarities between Miss Debbie. And Mother Debbie, in a second, we're gonna get there. So Debbie says that um she hasn't had sex in fourteen years. Mother Debbie hadn't had sex in thirteen years. There's some interesting parallels between these two women, and um, for different reasons. Um, but yeah, well, in you know, a different reasons, both because husbands have, you know, one died, one left and had a whole new family wherever the fuck he ended up so yeah she's like listen she's like can you go back to being a virgin (laughs) no (laughs) no you can't um (laughs) she's like listen osama always tried to have sex with me but i told him you can't have this ice cream honey (laughs) you're not getting, yeah, she said, you're not getting any of this ice cream, honey, and I'm like, "Mm -hmm." yeah, no, Osama, Osama can't handle, you know, that kind of ice cream, Nah, fucker, anyways, yeah, she also kind of says, like, you know, do I still know what to do, Uh, like, I haven't, it's been so long, like, do I still remember? Like Maybe I'll be like, what's happening? And i was like, Debbie, you never forget, no matter how long it's been. It's like riding a bicycle, so I've heard. <laughs> yeah, okay. So she is happy. She didn't, um, so sorry, she's happy when it comes to all someone. She's happy that she didn't give up her virtue to that young punk. And I said, good for you, good for you. So, and the other part that she says here is kind is of still talking about the her being out of touch. So, she is going to leave now. so she's really tired. She's been traveling a lot. But they will see each other tomorrow because he still has so much more he wants to show her. So, before she leaves, they kiss. Not once, but twice. Three times the latest, <laughs> and we're all weird, like, yes, Debbie. I, I root for Debbie, that's all I root for. That's the only person, really and truly, I root for, in all of this nonsense. But, anyways, that is it for Miss Debbie. Let's move on to Natalie. So, we kind of have this weird kind of two different storylines here within Natalie's storyline. We have Natalie, then we'll have Josh. So Those do Natalie first. So, Natalie and Mom are going to go get some breakfast. She thinks that, you know, with David inviting her to do um, the audition for the horror movie, that she could end up being a successful part of the acting industry. And I said, nope. So... <laughs> Funny. So mama says, What about Michael? She wants to see Michael. She misses Michael. She says he's so sweet. He used to call me mommy. She's like, I never thought a bad thing about Josh until he left us stranded at the airport. Anyway, but mom does encourage Natalie to be friends with Michael, and nothing more, if that's what obviously nothing more. So She's like, let's call him. So Natalie does. And she's like, hi. <laughs> when he answers, she was shocked. She was shocked but he answered. Um, and she's like, I got a surprise for you. Close your eyes. And he's like, okay. So he closes his eyes. And she turns the phone to mom. And he's like, mama. <laughs> so it's cute, but it's also weird because we're not married anymore. But anyways. She basically says, I miss you. You should come for lunch sometime. Like he's close the fuck by. Well, he's in Washington, right? Which is on the West Coast. But like, okay. But anyways, he's like, okay. He says, yes, he's going to come. And now like, oh. So she tells Mike, okay, we'll discuss the details. And uh, he's like, okay, yeah, keep in touch. And that's it. That's basically it. So that's how we kind of, I see where this is headed with everything we see later. Anyways, that's kind of it. There's not a whole lot else to talk about, but let me tell you, Mama loves Michael. Mama loves Michael. So now Josh is meeting up with some of his colleagues, colleagues slash friends. One is, we'll get to the names after. Let's just go on. So they're going to be talking the business. Peyton is the COO of the business, and Ty is one of his top directors. So they're kind of talking about all this shit about, oh, whatever, who gives a shit. Anyways, he says, so what's Natalie thing? What's going on? Because it's affecting everything. And this is what Payton says, and Peyton's like, listen, we were at an audition two weeks ago, and your phone's fucking blowing up with her saying, I need you to get me somewhere. Like, you know, that's not great. And Josh says, listen, I care for her. And Taz's like, the fuck? No, you, no. But Peyton says, it's feeling fishy. She definitely wants to be in our industry. I mean, fuck, we met her on an audition while she was on a date with another guy. <laughs> we met her on audition. And, you know, and Josh was like, well, here's the other thing, too. I want to do a project. Um you that she guess could be a part of and both of them like for her and he's like well including her and Peyton is like listen I know why she's hanging around you it's pretty clear right and Ty is like you're a smart man I feel like you're purposely being dumb here and I said you know what you two are dumb as fuck you think that this shit isn't transactional on all sides of course natalie's using josh for the connections it's fucking perfect and the money of course she is but he's using her too because he loves the crazy he's probably getting fucked out of his mind and why the fuck wouldn't he stick around for that because on. Uh, the, it, the relationship is 1000 percent transactional on, on both ends give me a break. Anyway, we're going to take a quick little break here. And when we come back, we will hop into Veronica slash Tim. Have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's JoinPodMatch dot com forward slash reality R E A L I T E A and you can be a guest on our podcast. Have you ever thought of starting your? very own podcast. Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our Episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from chat, doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you. That have been just sense for me. Also with the Ludo. You can create clips, you can do your ads, That's just like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of the buttons. You can also use Aludo to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software. And we are back. So so Veronica and him. So Veronica and Jamal are gonna go play some pickleball. So everyone now is gonna start playing some pickleball. <laughs> anyway, she's like, listen, this whole situation with this argument, it can't happen. This can't happen again. You know, there's gonna be graduations and weddings and all of this. And she's like, you know, yeah. And I'm thinking, Veronica, the fact that you think that Jamal's going to be sticking around long enough for graduation at the bare minimum, forget weddings, is laughable. It's fucking laughable. He's not sticking around long enough to see Chloe graduate. That's two years from now. You've got to be fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're in the Lulu land if you really think. He's sticking around long enough to see her graduate. Ridiculous. So she tells us that before the fight happened, um, she had already arranged for um, a double date with Tim and Louisa to play pickleball. Jamal says, listen, I shouldn't have gotten in his face, but I'm not the only one in the wrong." Okay, no, I'm not denying that you're the only one in the wrong in general, but you were the only one in the wrong at night because where the fuck did all this come from? You don't you don't throw shit at somebody like that in front of a crowd of people. You take them aside and you talk to them like a grown-up. That's not what you did. So anyway. Um so they're warming up, waiting for Tim and Louisa to show up, and then they do. And we kind of find out here that, listen, no one here has played pickleball before except for Jamal, the youngest one here. (laughs) But Tim says that he has no desire to talk to Jamal about what happened last night, especially especially in front of Louisa. But we're going to start playing this game. And Tim's like, Louisa, listen, I am competitive. I need to win. So we're going to win. you better hit that fucking ball. If you don't hit that fucking ball, then I'm not going to kiss you. Not that I am going to kiss you because I'm me. But you know what I mean? You're <laughs> going to win. So they are playing, having fun. Then Tim, in order to get the ball, runs right into the fucking net. And it falls down with him. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, y'all didn't see that. Y'all didn't see that. I thought those were bolted, this shit's not bolted, you didn't see that, <laughs> oh man, so Veronica and Louisa go off to the bathroom, I guess, and leaves Jamal and Tim by themselves, Jamal apologizes to Tim, he's like, listen, I never should have got on your face, I never should have brought up Chloe, I don't want to blame the alcohol, but it sure as hell didn't help, and I said, you're gonna blame in the, on the, uh, uh, uh alcohol. Like you're, you're uh, God, okay. Great song, but fuck you. <laughs> Jamal, really. I'm gonna blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the henny. Blame it on the flute top. <laughs> so, um, Jim says, I he's like I went home after that happened and he thought about everything and he's like you know things definitely did get out of hand he's like I own up to the fact that I am overprotective of her because you know she has had her heart broken before and he just obviously doesn't want that to happen um because he's always kind of the one who's kind of left having to help her pick up those pieces so but he's like listen I don't need to be involved in your guys's relationship end it okay this is good this is an olive branch this is great let's continue so now we're going to be going to dinner with jamal veronica tim and louisa and he says to veronica i want to because she's like what are you guys going to get and he's like i want to get a fillet but Monica, I don't remember how I like it. How do I like it again? Tell me how I like it. He likes a medium. Oh, sorry, medium well. And he's like, okay. He's like, she's like, do you want me just to order it for you? And I'm like, okay. Listen, I think at this point in life, if you've had a steak and you know how you like your steak, you should know how you like your steak. So if you like it medium well then you should fucking know that i know i like mine medium but like you should know that you like it like that like you shouldn't she shouldn't have to tell you and then offer to order it for you it's so weird so jamal ends up asking tim um and louisa if they are exclusive and tim's like well you know we're testing out the waters and blah 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 and louisa's like so then we're just friends." That's what's happening here for his friends. He's like, no, like you know, it's 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 more than that. But like you know, what's hmm, going on? He's so awkward. Um, Louisa kind of says, like in an interview afterwards, she's like, I just want him to touch me, kiss me, do something. <laughs> she's like, he has to spare her up, and I don't know why. So Veronica tells her. He is slow. She's like, I had to make the first move, otherwise he guess he never would have. But you know, he is a great listener. And you know, kind of like Jamal. Jamal, you're a great listener too. And Jamal's like, she loves to compare us. And Louise is like, Yeah, he likes to compare things to Veronica too. And I'm like, oh, Wow, I can't these two just get back together then because my God, it would make things so much easier. Um, Veronica's like, well, you know, we do kiss. Me and Jamal, we kiss. Okay. In the end of the moment, she tells him, why won't you kiss her? Um, they, they, do you schedule your kisses? And she's like, no, you go on a date, you kiss. He's like, if someone didn't kiss me on a date, I'd be thinking, what the fuck are we doing here? Like. <laughs> um so he's like that's weird she's like you are a 43 year old man kiss her for fuck's sakes kiss the girl jeez um and he's like well, i don't want to swashbuckle it with every mouth oh my god this guy um anyway then veronica tells louisa in spanish listen i know this is weird and if it's uncomfortable, like, just let me know. You know, let let me know. And Jamal's frustrated. He's like, can everyone be informed of what's going on here? And she's like, I will tell you later. This is a girl-to-girl conversation. See yourself out. And he's like, this is what's frustrating to me. Because, like, she's schooling you or whatever on how to ha- be in a relationship with Tim. Like, which... At first, I was like, no, that's not really what's happening here, though. But I'm like, you know what? He's right. That is kind of what's happening here. And he is realizing that is what's happening here. Anyway, that is it for Veronica and Tim. I mean, honestly, I don't know what you do here. I mean, I personally wouldn't be... I wouldn't be okay with any of this. I would have a healthy respect for the friendship that you have. I don't want to come in between that. I'm going to trust that there's nothing I need to worry about with any of this. But at the same time, it's, this level is uncomfortable. I don't know what y'all do, but anyways. That's it for them. Okay, so last but not least, John. So we see him calling the front desk, and he's asking for deodorant. Oh, you do have deodorant. Why didn't you do that already? Do you also want to ask for a toothbrush and toothpaste? Like, and anything else you may need? (laughs) So after that, John calls Patrick. And, you know, Patrick asks how everything is going, It's going good. And Patrick asks, well, are you you meeting the daughter? And he says, yeah. And he says, well, do you want to meet the daughter? And John says, well, I have to. You know, if I want this to work. Which isn't a great answer. (laughs) Patrick says, well, I wouldn't meet the daughter. What if you guys break up? That she's just going to be involved. And Here's my thing. I hear what Patrick's saying, but this isn't up to you. At the end of the day, it's up to her. She is this child's mother. If she feels confident enough for him to be meeting her daughter, then I mean, I'm gonna, I have some thoughts on her, but yeah, if she feels comfortable enough with him meeting her daughter, then okay. I mean, John is in uncharted waters here. He's never been with someone who has a child. So, you know, he doesn't know exactly how this is all going to work. But, um, he says, are you, Patrick says, are you just telling her things to make her happy? And he says, no, of course not. I mean, I think Patrick is a little bit of a shit right now, but he's kind of always been. Let's continue. So now it's later that day, John is meeting with Megan and River, her daughter, and we're going to be putting on training wheels, which I'm just going to say, they never put the training wheels on her bike. Did you notice that? Because I did. Anyways, um, we find out here that River is on the spectrum. She says that she is high functioning. Now, again, I know I never have said who the family member is, but we're going to say it's a very... Close person, it, fuck it. It's my brother, <laughs> my sibling, whatever. My brother, he's autistic and he is considered, I believe it's high. I think he has medium to high function. I can't remember exactly what, but he is high functioning, which used to be referred to as Asperger's. So usually you are, um, you're verbal, you're very smart you might have some behavioral problems and whatnot. Maybe you have problems with adjustment. Um, you do deal with like sensory things and, um, as well as, you know, maybe even, being in a group setting, being able to feel comfortable enough to communicate and that kind of thing. Those are kind of things that they deal with. But the main thing is they're not nonverbal. They are verbal. So my mother watching this is like, so if she's nonverbal, then she's not high functioning. And I did ask my mom, like, well, is it possible? So maybe it is. I don't know. And I think we're still learning a lot about autism. But again, you know, my brother is in his 20s, he was diagnosed late, um, but nonetheless, I did ask her. I'm like, "Well, is it possible that you know a child can be high functioning and nonverbal?" And she's like, "I don't think so, but I mean, maybe who knows? But it, I don't know. Maybe she's just a little slower. I don't know. But again, like my mom kind of said, like, well." being maybe two years old and not yet verbal, that can make sense because maybe developmentally you're still catching up. But when you're four, five, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm not disputing that she is on the spectrum. I'm just, I'm not disputing she believes her child is high functioning. I'm just disputing the doctor's diagnosis. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. Um. Because usually, if you're nonverbal, you're low functioning, not high functioning. But nonetheless, we're gonna get more into other things. But um, Johnny hands her the wrench, so she, and, and she's definitely very smart. She knows exactly where the wrench is supposed to go and what it's supposed to do, and all of that. Um, but then you know, we see her going on the bike and. Without, like I said, without the training wheels. So here's the other thing I want to mention. And yeah, she's very, Megan is very pushy on the fact that she wants him to move to San Antonio. And I believe the goal is for, for him to move in with her immediately. Maybe I'm wrong with that. But when you're dealing with someone with an autistic child, that a ad- even if your child is not autistic, that adjustment period, because they're used to one thing, their child is used to you and her, that's it. That child is really going to struggle with the change of having him in the home as just in general, having a man in the home. She's not going to be used to that. and that layer of she is autistic, it's even tenfold they're not, she's not going to do well with John living with them. She's just not. If the goal is for him to move to San Antonio, but to live on his own and maybe slowly, you know, have him spend the night, you know, a night here, a night there, whatever, then go for it. hundred percent. But I just don't know about the whole, that's like, that's moving right now. And I don't know about that. It's going to be a huge adjustment for her. But anyway, it's now the last night. they are spending some time together. He doesn't know if he's ready to uproot his life and move to San Antonio. Um, but he does invite her to come to Vegas so she can meet his family. So that's great. So we're going to see her in Vegas, which I think we all kind of know already. We're going to see her in Vegas soon. And then we see her dropping him off at the hotel, and um, that's it. I thought for sure she'd spend the night with him, but maybe he has an early flight. Um, but she was definitely very emotional, you know, dropping him off. But that's basically it for John. There's not Again, there wasn't a whole lot here um, to really talk about. So, we don't get a next time mom, but we get a still to come. So we see Megan riding a dick. <laughs> riding, I didn't know that that was even like a bull. She's actually riding a dick, you know, but she's riding a dick that, like a bull that you pick a dick. It's funny. Anyway, um, Tyrae is really sweaty for his first date because he's stressed. Chantel is falling for Giannis. Fuck this. I can't anymore. Um, but we're out of time that is a song. I, it's been, I'm trying to figure it out in my head and I can't figure it out, but I'm out of touch. Out, yeah. That's the, yeah. I think it's, um, hollow notes. I, th- I think I might be wrong, but anyways, I'm like, no, it's a song. And then she also then says, where do we go from here? Which is also, or well, she said, where should we go from here? But where do we go from here? It's a song too. the Deborah Fox. Anyway. Um, she just naming all these kinds of songs. Many moves. Julian doesn't like reuben he thinks he's dangerous and he also got a picture of his tag so he's going to run a full criminal history on him that is intrusive um and then he is going to interrogate him lord um jamal is over it with veronica and this shit um but he's also being very amateur about. It. He's like, well, then you keep doing what you're doing and see then what's going to happen. Um, and then we kind of just see um Natalie's mom kind of being like, you and Josh have been together for a year. Why is the ring? Sounding very much like Sunny and Eva from Smothered, kind of like that. Um, and um, she basically goes to Josh and she, I guess I don't know what she says to him, but she ultimately says, "You're weak." She says, "You're fucking weak," and then. She's like, I've wasted seven years with Mike and then the time with Josh. And yeah, that's on you. Not even just them. You've been married, was it three times? Ma'am, give it up. You're not going to get married. It's not going to work. Some people are just not meant to be married. And that's fine. But anyways, that is it for the single life for this week. So I feel like what you heard, please Share us with everyone in your life. Please also rate and review. That helps our growth, which you can do at either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we're on every one of your favorite podcast apps. So make sure you hit follow, subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss a single episode. You can connect with us by going to either Facebook or Instagram at RealityTimes2. You can also go to Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, and Reality Times 2 Pod. And you can email us by going to realitytimes2 on Don't forget, we have our website, which is at solo.to forward slash reality times2. And also, don't forget, I have my other podcast with my friend Mikel, called The Next Take Podcast, where we talk about well, just about everything over there. We're on every one of your favorite podcast apps over there as well. But you can get access to any links, any socials, anything like that by going to our website, which is solo.to forward slash next take podcast. Um, and you also can go to YouTube, which is next take podcast as well. But of course, all of these links will be in the show notes. But that is it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye!